Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, it's Mike Hawk. Want more Men's Room content? Follow the Men's Room page of the Odyssey app and check out my live stream, A Moment with Mike Hawk, and nothing in particular with Steve the Thrill Hill. Going live Thursdays and Fridays at 1, exclusively on the Men's Room page of the Odyssey app. Have we managed to drink in time? Somebody out there deserves to be recognized. And the men's room knows just who it is. So to you, we say, bottoms up, sailor. You're the toast of our shot of the day. Big time it is, as usual, we head to see Drink Desk and Steve and Thrill Hill to find out who we're toasting. Yes, indeed. And today we toast former president Bill Clinton. Hey, hey, hey. Over the weekend, former First Lady Rosalind Carter died at the age of 96. Now, Bill, like every other living ex-president, he posted a tribute to Rosalind on social media. And it read, in part, quote, Rosalind Carter was the embodiment of a life lived with purpose. And then it goes on to say all of the right things. Very touching tribute. And it would have felt a little more sincere, however... Had he included a picture of Rosalind Carter instead of including a picture of Diane Feinstein. Oh, That's all. Goodness. All right, he posted a picture of the wrong freaking person as he's going on. You're SOL, for, uh, fellas. Yeah, uh, kidding. <laughs> as he's going on about. Jesus. It's just a small detail, but it seems like if we pay a touching tribute. I just want to let you know I love you. Hey, hey, hey. I'd have done you back in the day. I just can't tell my women apart. Y'all look the same to me. One woman, one vagina. I stop right there. Yeah. So just if you're that's, going to do that's that's people. bad, that, dude. That, that's people. If you're going to do a quote unquote touching, tri- first of all, social media to me is the opposite of a touching tribute. But if you're going to do it there, try to include a picture of the right person. That's all. Also, you are the last Democratic president from that era, so you would think that you would know that from that century, right? Twentieth yeah, century, yeah. Era. yeah. But he doesn't, Miles. No. He just doesn't. So we pour this booze and we drink this booze because we think it's yummy. Yummy! So over the tongue and down the throat to party in our tummies. Down the hola, bitchola! The men's room presents Profile This. Hey, Steve, throw a hill. Could you please, everyone, how Profile This is played? I sure can, Miles. That's a simple game where we share with you a real-life news story. Something that happened right here on planet Earth. Earth. Earth, Earth, Earth. 
And as you listen to the story, based on the stereotypes you believe to be true of people and the decisions that people make, we'll ask you what it is you think makes the story a story. Hello, Sam. Welcome to the men's room. Hello, hello, hello. Hola, 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 hola. Sam, do you understand how this here game is played? Yes, sir. All right, fantastic. You called on a great day because in addition, well, we have our three categories. We have the wonderful world of drugs. We have hit me with your best shot where you guess the unconventional weapon that someone chose to use as a weapon. And fresh today, brand new category, ladies and gentlemen. We're calling it auto, A-U-T-O, auto rotica. Auto rotica where you guess the vehicle involved in the crime. Uh... I'm going to go with hit me with your best shot. Hit me with your best shot. All right, here is your story. A southern Minnesota woman is facing jail time after attacking her boyfriend with an unusual weapon. 36-year-old Natalie Broomer. She's an Eagle Lake resident. She was arrested after coming home from a bar with the victim. The unidentified victim told police that Broomer was, quote, hitting him and spitting in his face on the drive home. And then once inside their property, she hit him in the back of the head with something. Broomer became aggressive towards the police officers and resisted arrest, but she finally calmed down after they escorted her outside. She was arrested and has pending assault charges against the same victim, dating back to December of 2021, with charges noting the couple had been together for more than 11 years. So they've been together a while. Apparently, when she gets mad, she attacks this guy. Now, in the latest incident, she was charged with one count of misdemeanor domestic assault and one misdemeanor count of interfering with the peace officer. My question for you is, what was her weapon of choice? Was it a shovel, their cat, a houseplant, or a whole chicken? So shovel, their cat, a houseplant, or a whole chicken, what did she hit him in the back of the head with? I want to say cat, but... uh. That doesn't seem likely. I think that would be the funniest. Um, it's always funny to be hit with a cat. Sam, I don't think that's a bad call. I really don't think it's a bad call either. Yeah? Sam, I'll go well, cat geez. if you do. Let's do it. All right, we're catting it. Uh, Mike, let's sweep the category. Let's just all go cat. I'm we're in. all going cat? Sweep the cat. We're all in on the cat. Okay, yes. what did she hit her boyfriend with? A shovel, a cat, a houseplant, or a whole chicken? We'll find out next. That was a tease. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 99.9 KISW. We return to the men's room with Miles and Thrill. Profile this category. Hit me with your best shout. we got a Minnesota woman who has attacked uh, or attacked her boyfriend with an unusual weapon. Hit him in the head with it. Question is, did she attack him with a shovel, a cat, a house plant, or a whole chicken? And uh, Sam, that is the very question we posed to you. You wanted to go cat because you thought it was funny. Miles goes, man, I think it's a good idea. Mike concurred. I think this might be the case. And all three of you, you went cat for the sweep. Oh, oh my God. I'm sorry. It was not a cat. By the way, before you think that I'm some sick bastard came up with that on my own, I read a story fairly recently where a woman hit her girlfriend with the cat. But in this case, yeah. it was not the cat. It was a whole chicken. A whole chicken. whole chicken. Okay. Not living. I'm about to say, was it, it a live it chicken? It was not alive, but a whole chicken, yes. Damn. Uh-huh. Hey. Now for all TV news, all time is time for TV Time with Tim. And now, because your pathetic life is confined to countless hours in front of a talking box, the men's room presents TV Time with Mike. Ah! <laughs> yes, indeed. Hello, everybody. How oh, are we doing Oh, Mike. Yes, TV Time. Well... It's a very ambiguous time. There's never really any official start or end to it, in my opinion. But I, I do feel like this is the official start of the holiday season. It is. Yeah, the week mm. of Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yeah, right. I mean, hunker down and deal. Here we go. Because even though we celebrate Halloween, it's a very big holiday for everybody. I still don't consider it to be part of the holiday season. When it comes to the holiday season, I think of warmth. I think of good food. I think of baked goods. I think of family getting together. Now, Halloween is a very fun holiday, and I do very much enjoy taking part in all, uh, Halloween and all the decoration and whatnot. But I... When it comes to the holiday season, it's late November into probably the 1st of January. And there's a different vibe between Halloween and quote-unquote holiday season. You know, like, when you decorate your house for Halloween, it's all about death and zombies yes. and cobwebs and corpses and skeletons and bats and spiders. And then all at once, suddenly, gourds. I will say this, though. It gourds seems like and lights. Yes. The, uh, the month of December early on goes much quicker. Then all the other yes. months, based on the fact that you just did Thanksgiving. And As an it, adult. It seems like December is, Christmas is there. I will fully agree with you. And, and November has just been sprinting by, by the way. I would agree with that, man. This month has really been flying by. So, one reality that we do have when it comes to the holiday season is there any show that is on, anything that is particularly popular, they start to release their holiday specials. Of the, course. The crew of all of their, of, of the entire show, the entire cast is all coming together. I mean, I feel like uh, Guardians of the Galaxy made one of the one of the biggest ones here of, of recent memory, the, the Christmas special that they had not terribly long ago. Everybody loved it. Apparently, did they, I did not know anything about that. It really. was it was like one of the quietest releases that I at least know of, and I'm a, I'm a Marvel or, fan. Or no, TV. I, I think it was a movie. Really? I, well, I mean, you got to go back what 15 years for Elf. I'm trying yeah, to think no of new, new uh, more than those new, 20 years new I traditions that are kind of like, and that's not new. But like, what is stepped up in, in place of Rudolph? And not that those aren't going to be there. But sure. Like, what is the next thing? What so to me, the, it's yeah. Bad Santa. 
Bad Santa, I remember we... Uh, and that's still 20 years old. Castle and I watched Bad Santa with my son, who was three years old at the time. Oh, no. We're watching it at his place, yeah. And then uh, our wives came down, and we flipped the channel real quick. Because <laughs> I was like, man, I don't care if he hears this. It's funny. Right. I have never seen Bad Santa. Does it hold up? Dude. Yes. Yes. Oh, that, my goodness. All right. Yes. It's one yes. of those... It will last forever. It Just watch it. Okay. I dig it. It is uh, not appropriate. No. You should not have your you, three-year-old don't, don't son watch watching. it on cable. Watch it as it's... Rent the thing. Gotcha. Okay. Because that's where it gets funny. It is a hilarious movie. So I did take it upon myself because, let's face it, when it comes to the holiday specials, it does kind of feel like they mailed it in a lot of the time. Some of them are just innocuous. They're not all that bad. It's just the, you know, the, the How I Met Your Mother Christmas special. They're just all there at Christmas time. Like, okay, that's that's just fine. But then there are those that just get really, really bad. So I took it upon myself here. And Hollywood Pro, uh, Hollywood Reporter has the worst holiday TV specials of all time. All veteran, right. Veteran producer Scott Sternberg uh, from uh, Hey Paula and the Academy penned a list of what he considers to be the worst holiday uh, TV specials of all time. And we do have the top four that we have here. Number four, from 2000, Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer. Jake strives to uh, help his mom and dad protect their family store from takeover. Uh, but in, in the confusion, it turns out that Grandma has gone uh, missing and was involved in a very unusual hit-and-run uh, accident. The key moment in the movie is Santa's hit-and-run note and uh, Grandma's Christmas cakes being spiked by a, quote, reindeer nip. I did not know that they made a movie around the song. Like, I know the song. I just never... If it's the one that I'm thinking about, it was a cartoon movie. Okay. All right. And uh, it's just interesting. It was, yeah, I'm unfamiliar okay. with that. I, I, I've never even heard of that one. But you know what? It was also, you know, 2000. That was a time, I think, just before Elf had come out. So sure. we were, we were kind of starved for a new Christmas movie, a new kind of era when what it came was, to Christmas What was movies. your Christmas special television wise go to when you were a kid honestly it was it was rudolph the red-nosed reindeer and frosty the snowman yep frosty i, I was rudolph and wizard of oz which grinch is not too. a christmas the, gr- movie. the grinch, the grinch is great yeah. i liked the jim carrey grinch that was my favorite really yeah what about the animated one the original you know what the original the, the cartoon one was really good they did another one that was basically they just ripped images from the actual book and kind of make okay. them move from time to time. So that one sucked. But yeah, the, the original, the, the, the cartoon was also I think that's, if that's they did one pup- of the best. If they did puppets, that was kind of cool. That would be cool. Back yeah. in the day. Yeah. I saw we're um, in that world of uh, things. So Chicken Run, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, so love that movie. They're trying to do a new one. Apparently right. the claymation involved in yeah. that movie, there's only so much of that clay left. Really? So, oh yeah, the the studio. So they they bought it before the factory uh, closed down, right? Yeah. So they had maybe they delivered the last pallet to those guys. They're trying to make another Chicken Run movie off the remaining clay. In that that whole era is done, right? Unless someone else picks up a factory and wants to do the clay, right. and wants to make it right. right. And it was a great movie, and it was kind of a rip off of The Great Escape. But it's, I don't know what what else you do beyond that. So I mean, I'll hold out hope. It's for just it and I'll a check it out. unique art. You yeah, know what I mean? Very like, much so. Uh, they go with Pee Wee's Playhouse Christmas Special at number three. <laughs> Did not see it. Did a, not see it. A number of celebrities drop by Pee Wee's Festive Playhouse to teach Pee Wee the lessons of Christmas and Hanukkah. Appearances by Oprah, Cher, Joan Rivers, and Magic Johnson give the special some celebrity wattage. Well. Key moments being the uh, the classic double entendres uh, featured throughout, such as the bottled eau de pipi perfume <laughs> that smells like Pee Wee and the uh, shirtless men who build Pee Wee his fruitcake house. Well, Pee Wee had a white Christmas. It was just in an adult theater. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> got it. And on the back of the head of the person in front of him. Uh, from uh, 1985. Dreaming. Did anybody see He-Man and She-Ra Christmas special? 
I did not. <laughs> Jesus, man. Two children unwittingly get caught up in the battle between good and evil when Skeletor believes that the spread of their Christmas spirit is the only thing that can stop Horde Prime's total domination of the universe. Key moment being Skeletor shooting down Horde Prime's ship and saving the two children after being overtaken by the Christmas spirit. Do Much you like the Grinch agree feel. that uh, Skeletor's voice kind of ruined him? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, he looked kind of cool, all things considered. I-, I always thought he'd have, like, a Darth Vader voice. Wasn't that George Lowe? What? Who did Skeletor? Yes. George the- Lowe's got his uh, Space Ghost. Yeah. Okay. He-, he does a lot of stuff. Yeah. He-, he is a hilarious dude. That but- was also at a time where where there was a lot of, you know, universal voice artists that were going around. The war, but you're not scary when you talk like this. Yeah. I'll get you. Like, then bring it. Come on. I mean, Especially when you're He-Man. When you're right. just hulked up that bad, yeah, I'm going to take you down. <laughs> Are you? <laughs> really? But then the number one, and I and I looked at several different lists, and they all had this as the number one, and it's kind of the reason why we're bringing the topic up there. But it's that god-awful thing from 1978, the Star Wars Holiday Special. Okay, now look. It's kind of relative. Now I want to watch this again. On the planet of Kashyyyk. Chewie's family anxiously awaits the return of Han Solo and Chewie for the celebration of Life Day. The two almost battle their way through Imperial forces to join the party. And the key moment being Princess Leia performing the Life Day theme song and uh, to the tune of the original Star Wars score. I will say this. It was not good, but I was nine years old when it came out, so it was good. Right. That said, the one thing, and there's nothing, it's so bad, it's spectacular. Okay. Like, to a degree, it's like a bulldog. Bulldogs are so ugly, they're cute. Sure. Right, that kind of thing. I get you. This thing. Also, they cost a lot of money. Uh, <laughs> this was so, so, so very bad that even watching it now, you'll be entertained. But it did one thing that that changed the Star Wars universe. Okay. okay. So. Most of it was Got live. Got people to quit taking it seriously? <laughs> Most of it was live action. Okay. And then part of it was animated. If I remember this correctly, because, you know, Han Solo's always being hunted. So at one point, it went to animation, just out of the blue, right? So you're watching this real life thing. Sure. Then it goes to animation. Believe it or not, this awful, god-awful, universally tortured Star Wars special introduced us to Boba Fett. That's where Boba Fett came the from. The first time Boba Fett made an appearance. So this was in the middle of the trilogy. This was between the first and second. So between Empire, Star yeah. Wars and Empire Strikes Back. No kidding. Okay. It was the, the original Star Wars was that good that it merited it its own Christmas special. It, yes, but the Christmas special <laughs> was such a, an abysmal failure. But believe it or not, the first time Boba Fett entered the conversation and that you knew he was a scary dude. Sure. It was that Christmas special. It was the Christmas special. It was special. the Christmas freaking special. Like, this guy goes on historically. It's one of people's kind of, like, favorite villain, along with the Darth sure. Vader's and all that. But it was that. See, and I, I didn't even know that. When, when I heard uh-huh. about this Christmas special, I figured, you know, obviously, there, Star Wars became an absolute cult classic. It was the sure. biggest, biggest thing that created fandoms everywhere, and that made sense. But one movie created such a ravenous fan base for yeah. it that they actually needed to make a Christmas special. Grateful Dead before them, but yes. Sure, but yeah, I they, feel it. They created this, but yeah, believe it or not, as stupid and as horrible and as almost unwatchable. It's like a train wreck. Yeah. You shouldn't be watching this, but you can't turn away because you cannot believe that they actually did this thing. But yeah, Boba Fett, My believe God. it or not, was introduced. Because who doesn't think Boba Fett in holidays? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you know what? It was also so bad that it demanded its own documentary. 
Oh, really? A Disturbance in the Force, a comical behind-the-scenes documentary about the ill-fated 1978 Star Wars holiday special will arrive from a galaxy far, far away in December. Take a listen. 1978, Lucasfilm made a huge mistake. They prefer we all forget the Star Wars holiday special. The Star Wars holiday special is sort of like the Holy Grail. So funny and so stupid at the same time. We have seen something that we weren't supposed to see. How did this happen? When 70s TV was bad, there was no description for it. How in the world is George Lucas allowing this to happen? So there's obviously a lot of celebrities that that took part in in kind of voicing their opinions on this. Gilbert's uh, still around. Because they yes. all saw <laughs> it. Yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, really, dude, it, it's just... Actually, I would watch this documentary and not want to watch the, the, the actual show. I'd have because to watch I think the, the documentary again. kind of explains it. Okay. But one of the weird things about the show, that threw me for Loop as a kid when it came out, was Han and Chewie are trying to get back to Chewie's home planet to hang out with his wife and kids. Maybe it's his kids. I believe that's also, what it's, also, also, it's his family. But, also, but, like, but, but other, otherwise, sort of the entire Star Wars universe... There's no mention of his family. It's not like his right. family would be cool, like you're gallivanting around with the smuggler. Right. Like, yeah. He didn't have a family. Oh, also, back then, if you were a TV actor, you were a TV actor. You did not cross over to movies. Correct. And vice versa. Right. So there was this weird divide in Hollywood about how you were an actor. Are you a TV actor day to day, or are you a movie star? Right, a project actor. So they, they had two different things. So that was the first time that they brought a movie theme onto TV I didn't care how bad it was. I'm it was Star Wars on TV. Dude, Phantom, yes. Phantom of the Park from Kiss. They could do the same documentary. Yes, on that, they could. Boy, that on that sucks. movie, even though different different genre stuff. But it was just so campy and weird. Sure, it's probably brilliant in a weird way, <laughs> in the worst possible way. I really do want but to see like, this. But movie. in a weird. Because I like yeah, Star I mean, Wars, and I'd like, like to see what all they, they pulled out with it. And if it's that bad. It, it is truly that bad. Does it feature all of the original actors? I feel like the, the, the clips that I saw featured kind of B actors not standing in all place. Of them. So, right. I don't Carrie think Fisher was not there. Right. right. Uh, Mark Hamill, I don't Harrison think. Harrison Ford was not there. They, no, he was. Harrison Ford was there. Was, was he, he there? there? It was Harrison Ford and Peter Mayhew who was in the Chewbacca outfit. Right. They were the two mains. Okay. Because obviously they're pals and they, they travel around together. So Han is trying to get Chewie home in time for Christmas. Right. I mean, think about that. The general plot of also, this is, hey, man, I don't want you to be late for Christmas. So I'm driving my car to get you home. The problem we have is that on the drive back, this guy that wants to kill me, not you, Chewie, but the guy that wants to kill me, he's looking for me. So we got to ditch out for a bit. And that guy's Boba Fett. Is that Bo- also, yeah, back to Boba Fett. Yeah. Side note, didn't know Santa was intergalactic. I did not know that it's Santa was anywhere. It's not Christmas, Mike. Oh, that's right. It is Life Day. They My just bad. happened to My line bad. up on the same day. <laughs> <laughs> Wookie Christmas is Life Day. Wookie Christmas. And I don't. I don't remember it strongly because, again, for me, it was 45 years ago or whatever, but I do remember they made it there. And I just remember, I think the end scene, like, Chewie's there with, like, his, his arm around his wife and his kids. And, you know, like, Han basically is a really good friend that's over for Christmas dinner. Yeah. And I'm just thinking, like, you know, at nine years old, I'm like, this is great. 
care. Now, I'm like, this is the dumbest ass that has ever been made. So, from what I could see when I when I was looking at the story, there was a link that there is a there. It is up on YouTube. The Star Wars Christmas special is up on YouTube. If check you it out. Check that one. It says after its premiere at this year's SXSW Film Festival, a disturbance in the Force will be released on digital and Blu-ray on December fifth. This announcement comes on Life Day, a canonically uh, Wookiee holiday in the Star Wars universe. So there you go. You guys got some Life Day. Got some new Star Wars coming up. Also, in the, uh, let's flip things over to here, over to sports here. Just before we go to the break, there, uh, you guys might remember here uh, uh, back in week six. I'm going to take you guys back in time, time just a little bit to week six. Uh, Damon Harris of the Buffalo Bills suffered a scary injury during week six against the New York Giants. He left the game on a backboard in the ambulance, and thankfully, the 26 year old running back has returned to action. No, no, uh, this year. Oh, this year. Yeah, this year. Uh, As Harris exited the field on October 15th, the NFL world took note of an unusual tribute to DeMar Hamlin. Mm -hmm. His number was, quote, hanging from the rafters on the back of the medical vehicle. I feel like we even talked about it it here on this program. It did. Jesus, guys. And you know what? When you get your number retired in different factions when it comes to the NFL, having your number on the ambulance isn't exactly what I would call (laughs) a great tribute, Joe Feisman ambulance. Right. And then everybody freaked out. But apparently the Buffalo Bills must have heard the backlash because after safety Taylor Rapp... um, made a funky tackle on Jets' running back Brees Hall during the second quarter of Sunday's game on CBS. Uh, after initially walking away from the collision, he stumbled and fell to the ground next to the sideline before rolling over and presenting a fencing res- uh, uh, response. He was able to move his hands as he was taken off the field uh, in an ambulance, and according to the broadcast, he never went to the hospital. Uh, but the camera showed as he was being loaded into the ambulance on a backboard, the windows looked different because Hamlin's number wasn't there anymore. Okay, so good. It they, just felt a little heavy. They never actually came out and said, yeah, How we you took think- those numbers off. Like, he's not dead, man. How do you think Lou Gehrig feels? Yeah, okay. Cool, you named a disease after me. Thanks. How about Johnny AIDS? Right. Dave Cancer. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of football, you do have some Monday Night Football on the Kansas City Chiefs. Are at home against the Philadelphia Eagles. No Taylor Sweat, from what I understand. Cool. Because she's currently on tour in in South America, so she's not going to make it there. Also late out today, check out Jimmy Kimmel. He's got Adam Sandler and the very funny Henry Winkler. Kraken in action. And the Kraken. That's coming up on my next broadcast, man. Okay, thank you, Mike. We appreciate it. You're listening to The Men's Room. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Room returns with Miles and Thrill. Now, let's see what's happening in the real world. All right, here we go. Tourists in Thailand go to a strip club. They end up at a 20 dancer brawl. Meanwhile, a Florida woman learns that if someone steals your drugs, 911, not who you call. Much like your teen years, thousands of small blue balls wash up on a beach. A lottery winner says non-disclosure with ex-girlfriend. She did breach. And three people break into a closed jail and accidentally lock themselves in a cell. It's time for your headlines. Now, it's time to hit the head. Lines. 
Here's my cup. All right, our top story. We go to St. Louis, where three men went on quite the adventure. They managed to sneak into a local prison that had been closed and abandoned last spring and had a good old time inside. That is, until they let the intrusive thoughts win. And I feel like a lot of us would do this as well. But they uh, they locked themselves inside the prison cells. Hmm. It's funny. Look at us go. We're locked inside the Come prison on, cells. Man. We're not sure how long they attempted to free themselves before they had to make the embarrassing call to 911 because they just, quite frankly, couldn't get themselves back out. <laughs> they were freed, but then immediately arrested and now face a handful of charges. They'll probably, uh, we'll lock ourselves in. We get it. Right. Like, and again, I know why you did it. Look, we all kind of like, oh, look at that. We're gonna, I'm in I prison. I'm in jail. Okay. Close a different one first that you're not inside of. Bingo. Before. I feel like that's that, common knowledge that as soon as those bars come shut, they're not supposed to open back up. If you could push it back open, it wouldn't call it jail. Right. Right. So, and Mike, you and I, we always say there should be the additional charge of being stupid. There should be. Right. Trespassing will get you on that, blah, blah, blah. Also, the stupid charge. Right. If you're that dumb... And you survive in humanity, and you're not volunteering for us to do experiments on humans, then you serve no purpose. Right. You really don't. You are useless to me. In other news, speaking of break-ins, we go to Pennsylvania. Staff at a local park were just opening up for the day when they noticed a pair of trespassers scooting around the park on go-karts. Just before opening, the pair managed to sneak in through the gate and take the carts on a joyride, all the while damaging other properties of the park, mainly the basketball court is what they talked about. Police were led in to track the, uh, to track the two down, but they ultimately escaped. However, an anonymous tip has, uh, was given to police, and the pair were arrested. Yeah, $60,000 damage to a basketball court. Right. Outdoor. And that's what so it's not what, me, like, what did they do? Right. Like, 68 grand paves, like, 10 that basketball should be courts. Right. Unless they just wrecked those go-karts, but they didn't talk about any damage no, to the go-karts. No. So it's like, there's just rubber on the court? Like, what What actually happened to this that thing? Seems like an inflated, I'm not saying what they did was right. I'm saying sure. that seems like a very inflated estimate. It really of the cost does. Of damage, doesn't it? Right. Like, did they... Is there a laminate that they took off of it? Is there their boards that got ripped up? Like, I would love to see Down what door. exactly happened to this thing. Because I thought the same thing. I was like... Dude, it's pavement. Right. What exactly did they do? Down to Florida where police uh, were called about a robbery. At about 2 in the morning, they were called to a local hotel where they found a woman claiming a friend had stolen something of hers. About a half a gram of marijuana. She had left her friend in the room with some weed in the grinder. When she returned, she was found that, uh, that both her friend and half the gram of uh, the goods was gone. Not knowing what else to do, she called police. Because what else would you do? Anything. Unfortunately for her, marijuana was not is not fully legal in the state of Florida. And she has two outstanding warrants as well. And the medical there sucks, too. So she was arrested. In, God, uh, is that it's amazing to me that weed is not legal in Florida. It's amazing right? they, they, can't, they, they can't grow it, and it's terrible. But, I mean, they don't care about anything, and weed is probably the least of your problems. I, I don't know. It's just strange. Yeah. Men's room sports, as was discussed earlier today, Monday night football is underway. The Kansas City Chiefs are hosting the Philadelphia Eagles. That's going to be on both Channel 4 and ESPN. Uh, Mike, if you're going to say it right, it's not Monday night football. It's Monday. Monday night Monday football. Monday night football, Monday yes. M-U-N-D-E-E. Also, if you want to check out the Manning cast, it's over on ESPN, too. Also, got some uh, basketball on, college basketball on ESPN and other affiliated stations and CBS Sports. But mainly, the Calgary Flames are here in Seattle to take on your... Seattle Kraken, looking to hopefully go on a winning streak for once. 
We'll see what happens and next. Streak be a game. It's going to be over on Root Sports, and that's it for headlines with that. Mike Hawk is out. Thank you, sir. We appreciate it. We'll see you next time for the return of Taryn Daly. We will sit and spin. Ted Smith is back. The lovely Taryn Daly happens to be up next. Yes, indeed. It's all true, but in the meantime, well, we'll be all about this bitch for 180 seconds or so. So until then, please do what you do best. And for Aletha's sake, stay beautiful. The men's room has been taped before a live studio audience. Wardrobe and makeup provided by Mantastic Limited. This has been a presentation of the Men's Room Radio Network. Oh, man! A Double Flush production. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. 